Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tender mercy? Who through life has been my guide? And you might be thinking, finally, this guy's going to get to the passage. So Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 and 11. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Understand this. Number one, we're going to see this word stand repeated. You know, when the Lord says something once, it's one thing. When he says it's twice, you better listen. But when he says it three times in his scripture in a close proximity, you better listen up. To stand means something. Now come back to that. But the first admonition Paul gives you and me is to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. You know, I was reading a commentary by Pastor John Corson. <laughs> you know John, he's pretty funny, but uh, he's got some powerful teaching. And he was talking about this and how... The American church, now this is Pastor John saying this, so you can't get mad at me. So, so I'm just putting it on. He's over near Medford. You can go over there. But here's the thing. He said, we've, the problem with the American church is we've become so wimpy. He calls it the sissification of the saints. <laughs> Again, that's John's words, not mine. I mean, I agree with him. But the sissification of the saints. we become so wimpy. He notes the buzzwords used in the church, like vulnerable and sensitive and transparent. And much of the whining we do as Christians is nothing more than a result of our anemic condition. Ouch. <laughs> now you're just meddling, John. You're stepping on my toes. But this is, this is the truth of it. You might have heard that old saying that soft times create soft men. And soft men create tough times. And tough times create tough men. But tough men create soft times. It's a vicious cycle. Anyone want to guess what times we're in right now? <laughs> Which means what? Tough times are coming. And I think they've already become. They've started. Again, I'm not trying to scare you. And you don't have to be afraid. And I'll show you why. But we need to get our eyes off ourselves, is what Corson explains. And understand this life, especially believers. A.W. Tozer said it best. Too many believers think it's a playground rather than a battleground. We are not on a playground. This life is temporary, and Christians, you need to understand we're in a battle. And you wonder why you're defeated and why so many things are going wrong in your life. It's because you don't recognize the battle you're in. It's not a playground. I think in the Greek it actually says, suck it up, buttercup. I think it's what it says in the Greek. You don't believe me? Okay, I'm kidding. But something like that. We knew. We need to do that, right? We need to be renewed with the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit. We need to put on the full armor of God and stand. And that's what this teaching is about. I didn't title it Suck It Up Buttercup, but I could have. But here's the thing. I'm reminded that God told, many times in the scripture, he told men of God, women of God, to stand strong with his strength. And that's what it says here. 
says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And I'm reminded of the story of David, one of my heroes. He was not a perfect man. He failed many times, but he always had a heart after, after God, and he always stood in the Lord's strength, not his own. And remember the story in 1 Samuel at Ziklag. Remember David and his men, they go out, and when they come back, the Amalekites have taken their entire family hostage and all their possessions. And David is brokenhearted because his family was taken too. But the men, David's men, are furious with him. And they want to kill him. They want to stone him to death because they blame him. They blame him. And in 1 Samuel 30, verse 6, we read this. Now David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and his daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord, his God. That's what's needed. Thank God David didn't crawl into a fetal position and suck his thumb. Thank God he didn't melt like a snowflake. Thank God he didn't seek a safe space. He'd be dead. But instead what he did is he took those 600 men and he said, let's go. Now 200 faltered. They were exhausted. David didn't chide them. He didn't accuse them in any way. He said, just stay here with the stuff. We'll go. The 400 men went and they destroyed those Amalekites with the power of God. Because David strengthened himself in the Lord. And they got everything back. Every child, every wife, all their possessions. And they took them back. And it all started with David strengthening himself in the power of God. Remember, it's his power and it's his armor that we don. It's the same for us. And we have to strengthen ourselves in the Lord. Not pull yourself up by your bootstraps. But yield to the king. Yield to the power within you. The Holy Spirit of God dwells in you. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Do you understand that statement? I don't think any of us truly do. I, I don't truly understand that power that dwells within us. The power that created the universe is within me and within you. It's his strength that we need to yield to, that we need to receive. But notice what it says in verse 11 again. It says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand. There's that word stand against the wiles of the devil. Put on the whole armor, not just part of it. You know, I've talked about many times about buffet Christianity. We pick and choose. Well, we kind of do that even with these spiritual things, these, the armor of God that needs to be applied spiritually. Sometimes we'll don the helmet, but not the breastplate, vice versa. Understand we need the whole armor of God, not just part of it, but all of it. And not only that, but where it tells us that we might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, that word wiles means method, his modus operandi. You know, Satan's been around a long time. The devil knows things. He's very smart, and he knows how to operate in this world. He's been around thousands and thousands and thousands of years. He knows. He knows how to push your buttons. And what we're going to see is he's the source of all evil, and we're going to look at four categories that Paul labels, but... Satan is behind it all. And before you put on the armor, the Bible tells us we are to put on that garment underneath. And that's humility. And why humility? Because it's opposite of Satan. Remember the first sin ever recorded in Scripture is Satan saying in his pride, he would raise his throne to that of God. And every sin is rooted in pride. Selfish pride. And so we are reminded in 1 Peter chapter 5 to clothe ourselves with humility because God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. It goes on to say this in verse 6. Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. And then it says this. Be sober, 
Be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Do you understand what that says? Satan is looking to devour through his various minions. He is looking to devour you and me. And it says, be sober and be vigilant. What's that mean? It means stay awake, stay on guard. Don't give the enemy a foothold. Do you know Satan, the enemy, is just looking for a foothold in your life. He's looking for a stronghold. Legal permission to interact in your life. And one of the things I heard many years ago from a pastor, he said, look, Satan has been defeated. That is true. But he can still do damage, and this is how. It's like he's a bulldog missing half his teeth, and he's been chained up in a yard with a 15-foot chain. He can't get off that chain. He can bark at you, and he can spit at you, but he can't touch you unless what? Unless you jump into his yard. Unless you get close. And that's what it means to give him a foothold, to give him a stronghold. Sin in your life, thoughts in your life, things you hold on to, things you say, oh, I'll just hold on to this one sin. That's legal grounds in your life to give the enemy a foothold. Satan wants to destroy you and he'll use anything, any opening he can get to destroy you. That's what the enemy does. That's his modus operandi. That's his, that's his method. But know this, any, any soldier in any army knows this. Let's say that there's a war going on, there's a draft. Any soldier has to go through basic training first. You go through basic training, you go through that, you're taught the chain of command, you're taught how to follow orders, hopefully. <laughs> they, then they're given the equipment of warfare and shown how to use it. And lastly, they learn all about the enemy they're going to be facing. And it's no different for us. Ephesians 6.12 says this, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Understand, this is four separate categories of demonic activity that we're going to look at. And you need to know this, because this is how the enemy works. I also want to say this. You've heard me say it before. If you can see them, they're not your enemy. We spend so much time and effort fighting people. And physical things, when really it's the demonic forces behind them. And it starts with the heavenlies. We need to be praying. We need to be fasting and seeking the Lord. We're in a real battle, a spiritual battle. And that's where it starts. If you can see them, they're not your enemy. Our enemy is spiritual in nature. But that first word is principalities. It's archaic in the Greek. And what this means is chief or magistrate or ruler. And I want you to understand, we're going to get into the book of Daniel in a couple weeks. We have a guest speaker next week, but then we'll dive into the book of Daniel. When we get to Daniel chapter 10, you're going to read this story about Daniel praying and fasting, seeking an answer from the Lord. And the angel is dispatched to go and give him an answer, but he's halted. He's stopped by the ruler of the area of Persia, this magistrate, this ruler, this demonic force. He's so powerful that Michael the archangel has to come and free this angel and bring him to Daniel. And we'll see that in Daniel chapter 10. So now understand, when it talks about principalities, that's what it's talking about. It's talking about these demonic forces that are extremely powerful that rule over whole geographic regions. And you know this, if you've ever traveled to certain cities or countries, you ever gone to a place and all of a sudden you're like, man, we just drove into darkness. This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. For more information visit our website. 
Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, GolgothaFellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A Fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.